Hey y'all, welcome to Bay Wide. This is your host, Bert. You can find me over at Twitter at Bert Bay Wide. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm going to go right into it. We're going to do a news-only episode. I'm heading out to Tangier tomorrow, and I just wanted to put out a quick thing for everyone listening. So let's move right on into it. But before I do, I did want to mention, I just made some super limited edition stickers. It's been a dream of mine forever. If you want a sticker, here's how you can get them. Basically, let me describe them to you because that's my favorite thing to do is painfully describe pictures over a podcast. So these are a little bit late on the Bay bandwagon, you know, B-A-E, you know, when someone's always like, hey, um, Bay, Bay caught me sleeping, stuff like that. This is going to be, or it is rather, you can find a picture of it if you look at my Twitter at Burt Baywide. It's just a picture of the outline of the Chesapeake Bay. And then it has an equal sign right next to that. And then right next to that, it says Bay, B-A-E. So basically, Bay is Bay is the idea. And I'm giving them out. If you would like one, I'll mail it off to you. All you have to do is put a review on my podcast. Just go ahead and review it so that other people can start finding me. I'm already getting about 100 listens an episode. I'm trying to increase that and also spread the love with my Burt Bay Wide brand, or rather, my Bay's Bay brand, whatever you want. Anyway, off to the news. Let me know if you comment on me. And let's be honest, this is a four-star podcast. This isn't a five-star podcast. I don't have production value. I'm not spending hundreds of hours doing this like, you know, NPR is with This American Life. So we can be honest with each other. I'm all right with it. I'm just going to provide you some good info on the Chesapeake Bay. You provide me with eh, a decent review. You get a sticker. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So a lot of things have been happening in the news. Obviously, everyone's all freaking out about the environment. The International Panel for Climate Change released some new reports. Scientists are like, hey, actually, we didn't really calculate the fact that the oceans are warming at an accelerated rate the way we should have. So things are actually way more drastic when it turns to climate change. And everyone's like, okay, great. Meanwhile, President Trump tweets that uh, it's going to be really cold Thanksgiving and that, you know, whatever happened to that climate change thing. So it's a fucking nightmare. Oh, I was trying not to cuss because like sometimes students listen to this. But anyway, it's a pretty big nightmare. And I'm not really going to cover that much on the climate change stuff. You know, just look at it up. There's tons of headlines on it. Been in dominating news. Let's go to the things that are very Bay-centric. But I did want to mention that this climate change is very much so adversely affecting the Chesapeake Bay. Just a few examples are even in some of the headlines I have for you. And the very first one is about Deal Island, where a University of Maryland dude is trying to restore the shoreline basically before that whole island disappears. If you're not aware of Deal Island, so on the eastern shore, it is the birthplace of the skipjack, the iconic Chesapeake Bay skipjack. This is where almost all of them were built. This is the OG guy was there who was making brogans and bug eyes, and he was like, you know what? Let's make a way simpler version of this. Let's make a skipjack. So anyway, a lot of cool history to this. Uh, now there's a bridge that lets you get to that island, which is pretty convenient. But you know what's not convenient is the fact that sea level rise coupled with erosion and wave action is decimating this island shoreline and there used to be about eight foot high sand dunes lining the shoreline which kind of protect it but all that has disappeared and feet upon feet are disappearing from the island so the idea is to put in some nice wetlands slow that down so that the salt water doesn't keep killing everything and then washing everything away and then everything's less stable anyway here are just a few ripe quotes for you from the 
DBK News. DBK News. Let's see. Who the heck is DBK News? No offense. Sorry, I've never heard of you. They are the University of Maryland Independent Student Newspaper. Oh, I'm so sorry that I wasn't supporting student journalism as much as I should. But anyway, they wrote about the Island and the fact that all the way since the 1970s, up until today, over 270 feet of the Island shoreline has eroded. That's according to a natural resource planner for the Maryland Natural Resources Department. And the plan is to rebuild some dunes, and it theoretically should have economic and ecological benefits for the island, which only has a population of about 500 now. All right. Earlier, I totally said that I wasn't going to be talking about climate change that much because a lot of the news outlets have. But real quick, let's just cover how it's affecting Chesapeake Bay and what it exactly means in like a minute. And honestly, we really need to be taking this more seriously. And it's not a political thing. I don't know why in this country it is, but everywhere else in the world, you know, science is science. So the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change released a new report detailing the actions needed to cap global warming at 1.5 degrees Celsius. That's uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. That's the idea. Anyway, with the current rate of warming, we will totally be at 1.5 degrees Celsius by like 2030 or 2052, which is not much time. That's literally like tomorrow. So everyone's freaking out about that because even with 1.5 degrees, we're still going to have sea level rise. We're still going to have crazy effects of wildlife and population declines, extinctions. We're still going to have ocean acidification and low oxygen levels and are going to be hurting fisheries, and we're still going to have risk to our health, food, economy, and water. But how can we achieve this goal? Well, the IPCC said things that uh, really are kind of a bummer. Basically, we would need to reduce our carbon dioxide emissions by 45%, yeah, almost half, between 2010, which totally already happened, and 2030. And that's just to reach the 1.5 degrees warming goal, which is now a goal. So we don't want to try to hit two. And we would have to have net zero emissions by 2050. So like literally by the time your kids are like 10 years old, we would have to have net zero emissions and also be everyone driving Tesla and be like the Jetsons. So uh, the way we're going, not the way it's going to happen. But what is happening now in Chesapeake is we're already feeling the results because it's one of the most vulnerable regions actually in the entire country. And just over the past century, bay waters have risen about one foot. They're predicted to rise another 1.3 to 5.2 feet over the next 100 years, which is a rate significantly faster than the global average. There you go. That's the only thing I'll say about that. I found this report or really a, a quick write-up on it on the Chesapeake Bay Program site because I'm a Chesapeake Bay Program groupie. It's entitled, New United Nations Report States Significant Efforts Needed to Limit Warming. And that was ri written by my good friend, Rebecca Chillard, uh, sorry, I didn't know how to pronounce her last name, and you can find that in the show notes. All right, the next article is from the Washington Post. It is entitled, Model Chesapeake Bay Oyster Population Half of 1999 Count. That's by the Associated Press, who wrote that in the Washington Post. I don't really get how it works. Anyway, this is a pretty crazy. I wish there was more information on it, but a professor at the University of Maryland Center for Environmental Science, his name is Mike Wilberg. He presented his report to the Maryland Oyster Advisory Commission last Monday, right before Thanksgiving, and he estimated the population to be at about 300 million. Uh, he did say that there hasn't been a major mortality event since 2005, and that some areas have seen population increases. And this model that he worked on for about 18 months, uh, a peer review found that it was 
pretty sound. And the Shellfish Division Director, Christopher Judd, says the state will begin the public process of revising their oyster management plan after he sends his report. So anyway, it's very difficult to predict how many oysters are on the Chesapeake Bay. So I'd really love to see how he models that. But that is a pretty drastic finding because just in the past couple of decades, we've been saying that the oyster population has been doubling. We're doing great effort. We've been doing tons of funding with oysters. So we will definitely track that and kind of find out what's the deal with that. So not great news. As you know, oysters provide a ton of different benefits, ecological benefits to the Chesapeake Bay, not just filtering, but habitat, as well as wave control and erosion and just great food source. So anyway, you can find that in the show notes. We'll move right on to the Capital Gazette, who wrote a pretty interesting article dealing with oysters as well. So the Capital Gazette took that article we were just talking about with that model prediction about 300 million oysters being half the population of oysters back in 1999. And it kind of dived into it a little bit more with an editorial and a couple of takeaways. So here is the headline. It's called, Our Say Oysters Will Be the Big Environmental Fight When the General Assembly Returns to Annapolis. And essentially they're saying, hey, look, we're... At 300 million market-sized oysters, it's half of what it was 20 years ago before we had all this deadly diseases, declining water quality, and a long history of overfishing kind of really decimating it. But today's population is about 100 million more than the lowest ebb. So some parts of the day are doing better than others with overfishing problems in some areas and a potential for growth in a few. So that does give me some hope that we were only at about 200 million oysters just about a decade ago, and we're still able to rebuild that oyster population, even though it is lower. Hopefully, we will be able to, with this new 2025 project, to get about 10 billion oysters in Chesapeake Bay, this like big partnership with 40 different organizations trying to do this. Hopefully, we'll be able to make a tipping point difference in this oyster population. And there is good news with the oyster, because for the first time, the oyster itself needs to have an actual science-based fishery management tool. It is the only commercial species in the Chesapeake Bay that is not science-based in the approach of limiting catches and things like that. And that was mainly because it was just so hard to predict how many oysters were in there. Hopefully this new model is really able to assist in that. And also we're able to do better uh, research and kind of monitoring of current oyster beds. So anyway, the General Assembly, it's now going to have this nice new model. It's going to be able to build that into its management plans that's currently being developed by the Department of Natural Resources. It should release that about December 1st. And those plans will be forwarded to the legislature for consideration during the session that begins in January. So during that time, that's going to be the really key environmental decision that we have about the Chesapeake Bay. And that's just, just to decide how much Maryland should ensure the future of oysters as being a vital bay species. And how much do we just be like, hey, man. Oyster's time is gone. Who knows how it's going to be, but it will be one of the biggest environmental fights in the past 30 years as far as stewardship of Maryland's natural resources go. So that was uh, the Capital Gazette. You can find that link right in the show notes. And let's see if we got anything else lying around the pike. I'll try to keep this at a 15-minute cap episode. So, all right, what's the next headline? All right, let's end on a high note, guys. Let's be thankful, you know? Let's be thankful for the Chesapeake Bay and funding and the fact that Maryland just approved a $74 million pollution mitigation project, or a series of projects rather. That's all on wastewater and sewage treatment projects across the entire state's Chesapeake Bay watershed. 
And the bulk of the grants and loans will go towards multiple sewer infrastructure projects in Baltimore City, which is going to be about $57 million. And Baltimore City is severely lacking for its wastewater treatment plant. I've taken out Maryland Department of Transportation people and some like sewer people on uh, boats before, and they've been telling me that some of the sewer pipes in the city of Baltimore are like 200 years old, and some of them are even still made out of wood. Now, that's just what they told me. I can't be too sure, but I do know at least uh, 40%, I think, in the last thing I've looked at is that they are approaching 100 years old. So the pipes are awfully old in, and prone to leakage. So we will be overhauling the sewer infrastructure projects for there. The money will also fund nutrient removal at two wastewater treatment plants in Caroline County, a brand new wastewater treatment plant system in Garrett County, and a stream restoration project in Allegheny County to reduce the effects of coal mining. So there you have it. The Maryland Secretary Ben Grumble said these are smart investments to protect public health and the environment while saving money and energy in Maryland communities. So look, everyone's happy now, right? All right, guys, stop polluting. We have until like 2030. So like really calm it down. And remember, write a review for my show. And if you let me know you did, I'll send you a sticker. Bay equals Bay. I want to just be Bay. I'm really proud of it. It only took me three years to finally implement it even though no one says bay anymore. But you know what? It's a quality sticker, guys.